Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis, a.k.a. Allie. <laughs> I'm Dad, a.k.a. Tony. Tony. Good morning, Good Sis. Good morning. I thought you were going to, I thought last time you said you were going to say, hey, Dad, and I was going to say, hey, Sis. But no, no. It never works. It out. never, it never, it never works. Happy rainy morning to you. It's so rainy. Oh my gosh, we so need the rain though. I kind of like the rain personally. Yeah, but I only like it if I can lay in bed all day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that the, today is a perfect lay in bed. It does. I know it. It is one of those days. I have not been feeling well this week. Yeah, stay and so away. I am. I stay away. What do you mean, stay away? I cannot get sick. I, you're not going to get sick. I think I'm. I, I'm today's Saturday. I'm actually feeling better today. But this was a really important day. I needed to be here. You know why? Why? Well, look at the look at the screen. No one else can see it, but it is show 50. 50, 50, 50, 50. 5-0. Sis, this is our fiftieth podcast that's amazing would you have ever thunk that nope i mean I maybe five. So oh, man, she mom, was like she's like, she's like all, this equipment. all this equipment you're just gonna do this for just a couple of times we are closing in on our one year anniversary of doing this yep now because we've done a couple of bonus shows along the way it's fit you would think in two more weeks we'd be at the one year but mm-hmm. because we've done a couple bonus shows um, it, it's it's been a little bit more than one a week. We've thrown in a couple, and people actually like the bonus shows. I mean, when we throw up a bonus show in the middle of the week, I mean, listeners go crazy. It's it's really really cool. So we are going to do our one year show in New York. New York. You're going to be there doing a book signing. Yep. And we had planned on doing it at the world's largest Chick Fil A that they're currently building. In the financial district of New York, five stories. Can't wait. Five stories, sis. And we were going to do it on the rooftop. It was going to be brand new, grand opening-ish. I mean, we I, we thought it was going to be done this week. But we have an insider. My good friend Paul in New York walks by it every day. He's actually met the owner-operator. I believe his name's Luke. And we now have intel. It won't be finished until like two weeks late. after i know it i know it but you're gonna call it well so you were you were you chastising hustle. me over breakfast this you morning i yeah I, I do have his mobile number and you chastised me and said you need to call him because that's how you get things done i, I what did i say put I, yourself w- out there what did i say i was gonna do i, I have won't to call think about what well i have to, i want to i just don't want to call him and go oh uh, so I'm just formulating. You're I'll call Tony him next Bridwell. week. I'll Never call him next go, week. Uh. I'll call him next week. I've just had foggy brain this this week. Have you ever had foggy brain? Oh yeah. I had to go home. I had to go home Thursday. Yeah. I was so sick. I had my head was in a vice on Thursday. I have clogged brain. Clogged brain. Like too much stuff going uh, on in your brain. On in my brain yeah. that it's getting clogged. How do you fix that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know how to fix that? Well, the first thing you do is turn off the spigot. Well, it's hard to turn off the spigot when it's clogged. No, 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 no. It's getting clogged because there's too much still going in. Sometimes you just got to pause, take care of what you got, and then turn the spigot back on slowly. Yeah. So Thursday, I went home. I went home sick Thursday. I, I, I thought for sure I was coming down with the flu because mom has 
tested positive for the flu. She's mm-hmm. been out. She's on so much medication. I think she's radioactive right now. Hold on, we talked about this last night. Hold on. Not doing it. Hold on. Hold on. We're talking about this squirrel. Well, we're gonna talk about if people are new here. Well, what uh, okay, all is we'll about. get there. We'll get there. Well, we should have done that at the beginning. Oh, people are like, "Well, this is sis." Lame. We're only four minutes and sixteen seconds into the show. You want to tell everybody why we do what we do? This is show fifty. Show fifty. Fifty, fifty we shows ago. This, so fifty shows ago, we, we started this. Into well, you're what leading we do. this conversation. Just saying. I'm just following. We're you're leading this conversation. Tell everybody why do we do what we do? Fifty shows ago, why do we start this? Well, we have had breakfast every Saturday since I was thirteen, typically at Chick Fil A. Hang on, how old are you getting ready to be? Um, twenty-seven. Dang, coming up next month. Yep, I know it. So, yes, since and you're we twenty-seven, would just talk about life and what was going on that week and. Or what is going, current events going on. Just talk about whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Over chicken biscuit and chicken minis. Mm-hmm. For almost 14 years now. Yep. Goodness gracious. It's been so a long we decided. Time. Why did we decide? Um, well, we were on a radio station. and you Why were we on a radio station? Because we were asked to get on a radio station. Why? You don't remember why we were asked to be on a radio show? Because we're cool. <laughs> because we're cool. Because you had a new book out. Well, I don't think that was exactly yeah, it. was it. it. Jeff Curley put us on his show, the Jeff Curley Show here in Dallas. And because you were an author and I an author, and I was an author, and he said, oh, this would be really cool to interview the two of you guys and talk about your story. You remember that show? Yes, I do. You remember what you said to me when you were sitting in the lobby? I don't remember anything that I said. That's exactly what you said. I think I'm going to throw up. And then when we were coming down, you said, I don't remember anything that just happened. Yep. <laughs> so you got the bug. You got the bug. You did. Oh, you totally said, well, let's do it again. No. No, you remember it differently. Anyways. So we just went out and got some podcasting equipment and started a podcast. Just we did it that day, if I remember correctly. I don't think we did. I think we did it the next day because we had to wait for some things to order from Amazon, or we did it during that week. Was that it? Yeah. It was fifty shows ago. It's like a long time ago. It's almost a year. Almost, yeah. I uh, know, almost a year. But ago. a lot of people probably don't know. Yeah, because we get new listeners every single day. We actually record inside chick-fil-a that's that's why you'll hear bells ringing in the cowbell ringing in the yep. background yeah, sometimes there's People eating yeah sometimes rascals. there's a lot of rascals in this particular chick-fil-a and we've been coming to this particular chick-fil-a oh wow since we've lived downtown you mm-hmm. grew up in the suburbs we moved downtown i guess three four years ago and we've been coming to this particular chick- chick-fil-a since we've been coming down jeff white's the owner yep. operator who's been on the show by the mm-hmm. way we're right across from Southern Methodist University in Dallas, Texas, the yep. college, SMU. And we are at our normal table today. And the executive director of operations, John's walking by. Good morning, brother. Good morning. Good morning. John's, John runs this place. He keeps it running smooth. And he's known us forever. Yep. I know it. And so we had this bright idea. Well, if you want to do a podcast, when do you have time? Well, we're already having breakfast. Yep. We're already talking about all this yep. stuff. Half the time let's we invite people to come have breakfast with us. Let's just do it. Yeah. So we just talk about, in short sentence, life skills. 
yeah skills for life yep and it's it's been kind of fun and that's how the name came up too hey breakfast with sis yeah what do you do what are you doing on saturday i'm having breakfast, breakfast with sis, with sis. <laughs> and it is and it's just stuff and we're not it's not scripted no nope. the the one or two times we try to script it we it messes our brain up Mm-mm. so we just talk that's why sometimes we have fuzzy brain conversations because we're still waking up or squirrel moments or sp- oh, massive squirrel moments we just go off topic. what <laughs> that happens a lot and then depending on how many sweet teas we get you know it just goes on and on and on Which sometimes we'll shut this thing off and way, sit here and talk for another hour they put a sign saying only one refill i know i gotta talk to john about that limit one refill per customer for like three hours though. no kidding well, look, you're the probably the one that caused him to put that Definitely up there. Definitely not. You Definitely drink your not. body weight in sweet tea. I know. I need to switch to half and half. I switched Anyways. you this morning. Could you tell? Yeah. You could tell? A little. Oh, you I couldn't you either. Put more sweet in. I, I was being nice. Sure. It's three quarters. Three quarters sweet tea. So there you have it, folks. That's there what it is. we do. That's what we do. And we were shocked that anybody would listen. And now it's it, a lot of people are listening, and it's from all over. Oh, it's got an international audience, and Germany this week is one of our largest countries, and two cities in Germany are listening. I th- can't hear that ding on the radio. Dad's computer dings I, all every the time. time. I know it, but if I turn that volume off, then you can't hear anything else. So, so that's why we're here. Yep. That's it. We just talk about stuff. Drama. Most of the time we have no idea what we're talking about. Most all the time. And then sometimes you talk about all the good stuff in the drive over. No. <laughs> Especially if we have breakfast with somebody. Yeah. About every other week we'll have we'll invite somebody to have breakfast with us and yeah, we'll just some talk to cool, them. Cool guests coming up. Man, we've had some pretty cool guests here just recently too, and we've got some really sweet folks that have decided to come have breakfast with us early on Saturday mornings. I'm glad I'm feeling better today. Oh my gosh. I, I thought for sure I was going down for the count, but I'm a bounce I'm back. We I would have had to call each other and do the Skype. podcast Skype. 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 I don't think that would have been from two miles away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh. that would have been. We could have just done it over the phone. Yeah. Ugh. That would have been horrible. It would have been horrible. There's so much to talk about today. You've, this is a good topic today. We actually, Dad found an article. Book article, book letter. article, yeah. letter, email came to you in an email. Yeah. Which I'm coming out with an email this week, and I'm super excited. I did it. You we did the listened news. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we that's talked about newsletter. That's right. And calling it the waffle. The <laughs> you're serious. You're seriously going to do it. I seriously did it. That's I made a so logo cool. and everything. You did. The the monthly catch up. <laughs> With Ali K. <laughs> the monthly ketchup, the waffle. Yep. That is so cool. What's so free so insight? Yeah. Free tips and free little print download. Oh. Yeah. Now, okay, so there's a lot of people listening that are not in your email database. If they wanted to get the waffle, what would they have to do? Go to my website, AliKDesign.com, and. Say they sign up for, e- for my newsletter. There's, sign there's on a newsletter. It'll say the waffle. Sign up for the waffle. There's mm-hmm. a spot on there to do that. Yep. That's cool. And then they would get the newsletter. How, how often do you think you're going to come out with the waffle? Well, this is going to come title. out 
today, but my newsletter will not come out till Wednesday. Okay. So yeah, the podcast will go live today, Saturday. So the podcast always goes live within like 30 minutes of us walking mm-hmm. out the door. And the waffle will come out just on a couple Wednesday. on Wednesday. Oh, that's great. So you can sign up on my website to get that email on Wednesday. Yeah. So if you're listening today, you can sign up. Yep. And then uh, regardless of when you listen, if if the waffle comes out on Wednesday, but somebody signs up on Thursday, would they still get the waffle? Oh, that's a good question. Or would you only get that. it on that day? I, I think that when someone signs up, they would get the most recent I think edition so sent too, to them I'm automatically. Quite, I'm still new on the whole newsletter. newsletter yeah. You have to ask your assistant how that works. Email marketing. Yeah. Whatever. I sent out, you're using MailChimp? Yeah. Yeah. So I sent out a email through MailChimp this last week on mm-hmm. my new book. It, it, that's such a great tool. It is. It's a Especially really. Especially just, it's like a backup just in case Instagram dies. So putting in those. those that's true. Um, what's it called? When you like do something just in case. Insurance. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, and that's true. I mean, uh, I. But it's not. A, I had a phenomenal click rate, which is what they kind yeah. of measure on newsletters. If people click on it and actually read it, I had a phenomenal click rate on the email and. Mine's a little different than yours, though. That's true. Mine's like if we we're talking over lunch. Yours oh. was informative. Well, it's kind of like we're talking over lunch. Actually, it'd be more like we were were talking in the hallway on the way to the elevator, but (laughs) (laughs) it was much quicker than talking over lunch. Yours is just a a download. Hey, girlfriend, here's what's going on. And then you're giving them something free. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm super excited. Did you say once a month? Yes. Yeah. That's about time for once a week. I think that's, I think that's the right cadence. Yeah. I, I think that's the waffle. That's such a great name. The waffle. The ketchup with Galley K. What's what's going to be the first free thing? Can you tell anybody? It's a download. You can, but print can, download. But can you tell them what the print is, That's or is it secret? Fun. Okay, it's, it's secret. A surprise. Okay. Well, yeah. It's a surprise. Okay. That'll be fun. It will. Yeah. Wow. So we'll see. But Dad got an email. Oh yeah, I got an email. Texted it to me and my mind blew up. Blew up. So immediately. We talk about this. We have to talk about it. We talk about this all the time. Which is that this happens most of the time every Saturday. You come up with something or you find something or I find something. And, and this is to, what we normally talk about. To, um, I throw something out and go, what do you think Saturday. about this? And you go, duh. Wow. Yeah, I know it. Saturdays are normally our digest or something happened that you know we talk about high low and then something happened we end up talking about Mm -hmm. one of those we'll do high low later but no i got this email from um a fellow author aaron hurst who um is a big time purpose guy and he and he has a company called imperative and he will quoted a book that i'm reading Mm -hmm. the power of moments and we've talked about the power of moments on here before but he quoted some research that was in this book uh, that was done from a professor at uh, Berkeley. And it was, matter of fact, this professor's got a book coming out called Great at Work, How Top Performers Work Less and Achieve More. Ooh, that's okay, that's got your goal. That's got your name written all over it. Work more, make less. Or no. <laughs> That would be the opposite. Somebody has already written that book. (laughs) 
<laughs> I work more and I make less. That's no. dyslexia, people. Yes, work less, less achieve more. more, achieve more, work more, make <laughs> less. That's so funny. You are so funny, but that is. That's how I feel like my life is right now. <laughs> but um, this professor at Berkeley surveyed five thousand employees and managers to kind of figure out how he calls them star performers. We call them high potential performers, but the top performers to figure out how they're wired. And the the thing that really caught my attention right off the bat is that he said he discovered a lot of things, but right off the bat, he said 17% of the employees that they surveyed out of this 5,000, 17% completely agreed with this statement. What I do at work makes a strong contribution to society beyond making money. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 17% said, what I do makes a strong contribution beyond money. And it wasn't just about the money. And so they go on. He goes on to talk about these people um, have a strong sense of meaning. And if they have a strong sense of meaning, they tend to have the highest performance ranking. And it goes back to the people that had a strong purpose, sense of higher meaning or purpose in their life. What they're doing makes a difference. Were the best performers. What got me was the difference of purpose and passion, though. And they talk about that. He actually. I think people get confused. I, I, I totally agree. People say, "Oh, it's your passion and everything." So. Hold on, before you say this, though. Hold on. What's the definition? What would you define purpose? I was getting ready to read it. Oh, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I was going to read that for you. Continue. Continue, please. Uh, so he does say he defined the two. Purpose is defined as a sense that you're contributing to others and that your work has a broader meaning. I uh, see. Now you know we're recording live in a Chick Fil A. I heard that with my noise canceling. I my, I, I have noise canceling on also, and I can only imagine how loud it was in the restaurant. <laughs> I know it, but with our cool mics, maybe it wasn't that super loud. So. Purpose is defined as a sense that what I'm doing has a broader meaning. Purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Passion, this is what really, I think, caused you to, matter of fact, when I first texted this to you, you texted me back and I think it said, oh, dang. Yeah. That was the first. Passion is the feeling of excitement or enthusiasm you have about your work. I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in on that. So it's, for example, my purpose, which we've talked about this in past podcast past podcast that's how you say it i know it. that's right yeah i know it. i'm just saying it sounds really cool past oh my podcast gosh, you're so funny my purpose is to inspire others to create things beautiful things yeah and when you see people doing that that fulfills you yes yeah sometimes more than money the money's nice the money's a byproduct yeah money is yeah is is nice, but but I it says get more gratification. Yes, out of seeing someone be successful or coming back to me like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome! Thank you so much. You've helped me at my business. Blah blah. Then getting a check in the mail. Mm-hmm. Passion is a feeling of excitement or enthusiasm you have about your work. I think a lot of people are passionate about their work. Yeah, and they're very enthused about their work. 
it was the research that really set it apart for us. Yeah. And when I sent you this graph. Because they didn't put two and two together that I, this way. I know it. And when I sent you this graph, that's when you actually picked up the phone and we and you called me and went, what? And so they they show the they show the research on a graph and he grouped he grouped all five thousand of these people into uh, two groups, purpose and passion. Mm-hmm. And you can have high purpose or low purpose, and then you could have high passion and low passion, right? And it's kind of a an X Y axis, I guess, is is how you look at it. And he said that the lowest performing people. Now, this is not going to be a shocker. Nobody's going to go, duh. The lowest performing people uh, that they surveyed had low purpose and low passion. The bottom 10%. Yeah. Okay, nobody is, shock- yeah, nobody is shocked. Nobody's shocked. Nobody's shocked. Here's the other one that nobody was shocked at. The highest performing people had high purpose and high passion. Okay, nobody's shocked. Yeah. Nobody's shocked. The 80th percentile or the, or the top 20% of the organization's performers... High purpose, high passion. So you and I, and the, it was cool because the way he showed this in the newsletter, mm-hmm. he just gave you a little snippet at a time. Yeah. So we saw that first one and you and I were sitting there going, okay, yeah. You saw the yeah. second one, you go, duh. It was the third one that caused us to, to stop and go, okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And the third one was somebody who had high passion, but low purpose. So they were really enthusiastic, but they didn't feel like what they did had a meaning. And what percentile were they? 20th percentile in the bottom 20 of the performers in the company. Not even half. I, it was stunning that just because they were super enthusiastic, because they didn't have a high purpose, it it caused them to be in the low and then this was the payoff pitch and he saved it for he saved it for the very last but they you're explaining this to me is because they they burn out easily yeah so someone who has a super high passion a lot mm-hmm. of energy if they have a low purpose they will burn out quickly mm-hmm. because what they're doing has no meaning so you can only run on that passion gas for so long yeah if you don't if it doesn't have meaning and then he pays and then it's the payoff pitch the next group had a low passion, so maybe not as energetic as the other group. Mm-hmm. Low passion, but they had a high purpose. 64th percentile. Dang. Yes, dang. I, I, was, I was stunned. I was stunned. I, and for all this time, and, and the, the thing that Aaron talked about in his newsletter is and you and I hold on but you need to, to do this sentence I'm getting ready to do that sentence <sighs> well it's just so good and you're we, <laughs> just say it I was getting ready which one the sentence after he says about the charts I can't read upside down purpose trumps passion yeah. graduation speakers take note the best advice is not pursue your passion it's your pur- it's pursue your purpose there you go and, and then he says, even better, try to combine both. I was getting there. You're so impatient this morning. Oh, I was just so excited. <laughs> he just blurted out. I thought out. you were really going off. You thought I was going to miss that? Yeah. Oh, you're asleep. It is. Do I ever miss that? No. Yeah. So what were you saying? Oh, I forgot now. Sorry. <laughs> it's not about just passion. It's about purpose. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
That's it. That's it. Did I, did I ruin your mojo? <laughs> that was it. I'm sorry. That's it. It's just not. It's just not. Uh, but how how many times? But I think a lot of people think that it is about your passion. Well, how many or graduation speakers have stood up and said, "Follow your passion. Find what you're passionate about that, and follow it." What's that? Um, that quote that everyone says. Oh man, I thought about it last night. I was like, "Yeah." Quote. Remember it, and I forgot it. You need to Google it. No, it's something about passion. It's a quote about passion. Yeah. Well, there's like five thousand quotes about passion. Find what you're passionate about and go for it. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Find out what you're passionate about and go for it. And I think that's still good advice. Totally. As long as you know your purpose. As long as your passion. As long as you know your purpose. Yeah, fulfills because, your purpose. Yeah, because what will happen is you find something you're passionate about, mm-hmm. and according to this research. Like, it, I'm passionate about napping. Yeah, you are very passionate about napping. But that's not with my purpose. No, that's right. It'll wear you out eventually. <laughs> but uh, uh, all that says is that you can be as passionate as you want, that if you're not connected to a purpose, mm-hmm. you will run out of gas. Yep. Purpose keeps you going. Probably why I wrote a whole book on it. Yeah. Finding your purpose and leaning into that. So that was pretty. That was pretty cool. That was that was our big aha this week, that we've been talking about. And it's so easy to say, well, you just need to find what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree with that. But if you don't align that with your purpose, if you don't understand why you're here, and that you what you do has meaning. We, I mean, we talk about this at our at our work all the time. We have a very deliberate purpose statement that I think is is genius. We liberate our clients from the burden of being overtaxed, allowing them to um, invest, thrive, or invest, grow, and thrive. Mm-hmm. And it's if you think about it, what we do every single day, every time we find overpaid taxes, and we get that money back and we give it to the company, they create yeah. more jobs. You do a happy dance. We do a happy dance because they create more jobs, they build more factories, uh, they you know increase the economy. That's huge purpose. What we do has meaning. Mm-hmm. We help people stay employed. We help build um, cities. We help you know create paychecks. That's huge. Yep. And it's uh, it's very purposeful work. And if you're passionate about it and having that purpose, then it's it's something you can get really excited about. There's a lot of people, though, that go to work every single day. They don't know. They don't connect. They don't think that what they do has meaning. And they just go to work to have, you know, to have a job. So would you suggest that they quit? If they don't. Or suggest finding purpose within their work? See, I would always lean into doing that first, sis. Try to find, try to understand how what they do has meaning. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, I think it all starts with your own personal purpose. What if it's like just a nonchalant kind of job where you're like an assistant or something? See, I think assistants, a lot of times that's the first place everybody goes, well, it's, what if it's just assistant? My assistant has so much purpose because her, she's hardwired to serve. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is her purpose. She loves to serve people. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's why she, I mean, that's her that's I feel her like purpose. I would be a good assistant. That's that's her purpose. She loves to serve people and to help them be better. And every single day that she keeps me going from point A to point B, 
and she sees anything that I do as being successful, that's her immediately being successful. Mm -hmm. And we talk about this all the time. We talk about this all the time. I'm heading to India. The work that she put in to make sure I get to India, she shares that same success. And she has, she has tremendous purpose. But she connects that because she knows what, how she's wired. Mm-hmm. She knows what her, her meaning is. Um, it's, but a lot of times people get into jobs like that and they don't know that. For instance, if my strength is not serving others, then having a, a job where I have to serve others might feel a little weird. Yep. You know? I mean, if you're a, if you're a server at a restaurant and you're not wired to be hospitable, <laughs> it might be weird. Definitely. The best servers are the ones who know that their purpose is um, helping create the best life for someone else. Those are the best servers. I know that my purpose is I get great joy from helping other people have a better day. It's hard. Um, I was listening to Flea Styles podcast. Shout out. Didn't we... We, started, Encur- we, we helped encourage her. I know it. Shout out. Shout out. She's doing really great. I know it. She's cranking. But I was listening to their podcast this week, and one of the things that they talked about was how to stay motivated when you are working on someone else's dream. That's interesting. What'd they <laughs> say? Kind of similar to what you're talking about. Because it's not about. your dream, it's someone else's dream. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of similar to what they're, what you just talked about of that they're kind of, they didn't really say purpose, but they are motivated by the people that they're surrounded with. Like they're hardworking, you want to be hardworking, but when something, trying to find the bigger picture helps when something big happens, like to, like knowing that they helped do that, that makes them motivated. I agree. Like I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I, it made me like think, I'm like, oh man, because I brought on an assistant this year and it's a learning curve for both of for you. both of us. Yeah. So I immediately thought I was like, man, she's helping me achieve a dream. Are you? So helping how her do I help her achieve her dream? Either achieve her dream or help her keep motivated and things like that. Yeah. So I always tell people when, when they get in those situations, and it happens a lot, mm-hmm. why am I always working really hard to help you achieve your dream? Your dream's not my dream, mm-hmm. right? I, what I always tell people is, I, I, I always ask a question first. Do you have a dream? Yeah, I have a dream. Tell me your dream. And they'll go, oh, I want to do this, this, and this. My response to them is, then you should see what you're doing today as a learning opportunity to help you achieve your dream. So by helping someone else achieve theirs, Mm -hmm. what do you take away that will ultimately make you better and help you achieve yours? We talk about this all the time, too, of like the best way we learn is by teaching. Correct. That's correct. And so there's always there's always learning that can come from it. And a lot of times people get into things. They go, oh, I hate it here, blah, blah, blah. And my first response is. You know, what are you learning that will help you for the next thing, whatever that is? And if people always go into it thinking, okay, 
there's something that I can take away from here, even if it feels horrible. Now, if people are in abusive situations and being harassed, they need to eject immediately, right? Yeah. Raise their hand, phone HR, say this is a problem, eject, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's always, that's always the, nobody should suffer a hostile environment, right? So you should always raise your hand, especially even if you don't know. Mm-hmm. Someone should raise their hand and go, this feels weird. Should it feel this way? And hopefully you have a, an HR professional that is wise enough to counsel one way or the other. That's, that's the hope. But I, I always say find the thing that fulfills who you are. Um, lean into your purpose. And, you, and it's cliche. People say it all the time. If you find the thing that you love that fulfills your purpose, you'll never work another day in your life because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like work, right? Yeah. Work feels like work when you're leaning solely on your passion and not on your purpose. Or in this particular graph, low purpose, low passion, you're yep. doomed. doomed. <laughs> bottom ten percent. Bottom ten percent. Yeah, and there's a lot of people out there like that, mm-hmm. and they just like, ugh, it's horrible, and you know. We just say at our place, we say they're just not the right fit. They're not bad people. They're just not the right fit. Yep. And we promote them to alumni. Hmm. It's like you would make a great alumni. We wish you well. How can we help you find your purpose? Yeah. And find the thing that works really well for you. And so that's just that's just it. But for young entrepreneurs. So it all starts with your strengths, though. Finding your strengths first. I, I think that helps. helps you yeah. find your yeah. purpose. Yeah, yeah. When I... Uh, when I wrote the newsmaker, uh, and a, a, mentor. a lot of people asked me to unpack purpose because when I wrote the Kingmaker, it was about being purpose centered. And then the feedback that came from that was help us understand more about purpose. It's a big thing of like trying it to is. figure out like what happens if someone thinks this is their purpose but really isn't. Right. And so I tried to make it super duper simple um, in you know how do I find my purpose. And the, in the in the back of the book at the end, uh, you know, the little blurb says, "What's your gifts? What's your talents? What do you value the most?" Mm-hmm. If you kind of triangulate those things, um, or create it like a Venn diagram, three circles: what's my gifts? What's my talents? Strengths, right? What do I value the most? What's the thing that I really, really value the most? In the middle of that, you're going to get really, really close to what your purpose is. Yep. Yep. And so that was kind of the simple little, you know, if I, I don't know, call it a math equation or whatever you want to call it, um, that helps people kind of understand. But I, it goes back to your strengths. And having your mentor or your board of directors helps. Definitely. You know, who was it that we were talking to? Was it Amy Ross that uh, we were having this conversation? And um, it came up, what's, what's the question that we should be asking our board or our mentors to help us understand you know, what our purpose is. And the response was, the question we should ask other people is, what am I doing when you see me the happiest? Mm-hmm. That really, really, because if you ask somebody, hey, what's my strength or, you know, uh, what's my purpose? They, uh, that could be hard for some people to describe. Yeah. But if you ask the question. Well, you can't ask someone what your purpose is. It's hard. You could, but I don't know that they'd be able to dial into it. But if you ask somebody, what what do you see me doing when I'm the happiest? 
that's going to get you really, really close. Now, it may be something you're passionate about. Yeah, see, that's the so that's the thing. It may be something you're passionate about, but that's where you kind of you kind of start and you start looking around the edges. Mm-hmm. Because according to this research, you can be super passionate about something, but if it's not your purpose, you'll run out of gas. Mm-hmm. Right? You'll run out of gas, and so you kind of start there. Uh, you said it more than three or four times on the podcast. I think it's genius. Hopefully somebody in, in a school district somewhere is going to listen to our podcast and go, that Ali Koch is really smart. We should do this. We should start doing uh, strengths finders in school. I know. I don't know why they don't do it. I bet you there are some schools that do it, and we just don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, all the private Possibly. fancy ones. Possibly. But, I mean, think about it. If If you knew... If I was a teacher, I would make it required. Wouldn't that be cool? Maybe I should do that when I retire. Maybe you should do that in your classes when someone comes and takes Is one there, of your classes. There, there needs to be a... No, that's a lot. It takes a while. Well, it doesn't take a while. It doesn't take a while. It's pre-work. Hey, we're going to do it for... We're going to test it in our firm. And the firm who does it, uh, that I had them in the Maybe office. Maybe I should start peaching. Peaching? Peaching. <laughs> peaching. <laughs> Preaching? Teaching? Pitching. Pitching. Pitching and teaching. Peaching. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should start pitching to high schools that they need to do this. Well, if they just listen to the podcast, it'd be awesome. Then we we could go and talk to them. You know, the only way to do that is... But we're not credited. The only way to do that, to really have credibility, is to start talking more telling more story about how you found your strength and how you're how you're doing your strength and how it helped you be successful yeah i know so you just have to start telling that story more you should start telling that story when you're doing your book signing in classes i do that's awesome and i'm going to talk about it at altitude summit whoa coming up in california california that's so awesome are you excited is that your high this week definitely yep Hi, coming up. You're t- you're speaking at Summit. You're going to California to the mm-hmm. OC and, and Palm Springs. And Palm Springs. You are such a Cali girl. I know. I'm excited. By yourself. Yeah. Holy cow. I think I can make it. You can do it. You'll be 27. No, oh I gosh, won't. you're coming up on 20, 27 in just a few weeks. Yep. You can do it. Yeah, I can. I'll probably get a little lonely, but it's right. You don't want to know this, but by that. the time I was 27, I had already logged about a half a million miles on American Airlines. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> I had I had already was halfway through my first passport. <laughs> the week you f- can do going it. up to going on a ton, though, is always the worst. Well, because you jamming your brain oh. and trying to get everything done. I know it. That's the high. So What's the low this week? That. Your brain's clogged too much. So clogged. Yeah. Knowing that. I you got turn. Do you got turned off and regulate. Oh, you do. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, where's your mural? It's off. Nice. To drive all the way. Oh, listen to you whining. It's so far. Good thing I have a new car. It makes it a little. Bit it makes it better. so easy. Did you get the mats so if yes. paint gets spilled in the back? Yes. I'm okay. A clear tub in there too, and all the paint is only going to stay. See in the how smart tub. that is. So That's wisdom. That's wisdom. It only took one gallon of paint to learn that. Yeah. <laughs> that mom cleaned up. I got to tell you, though, the back it of your didn't Jeep. Even know. I know. The back of your well, mom, because mom did such a great job. The back of your Jeep has a built in woofer. I have never seen this before. It is so stinking cool. 
Fun fact, my very first car, dad put two 12-inch subwoofers in the back of my car. <laughs> Fun fact. That sucker, you could hear you coming before you could it. see you coming. I loved it. <laughs> well, have you tested out the stereo system in this new Jeep? Wayne for sure has. Yeah. I don't listen to music, though, ever. Uh, I know. it. Although you were you were telling me just Sometimes recently. I like to listen. Like, don't even listen to it in the car and just think. What's your favorite song right now? Oh, the Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. I know it. It's on repeat. It's on repeat? What's Kids your favorite song listening. in there? You just need to listen to it. You remember when we first saw Moulin Rouge as a family? Mm-hmm. That was like on and repeat we, And we would time. we would turn the car, we would turn the, 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 the speakers up in the mm-hmm. car and roll the windows down and sing it's those like songs. It's It is. You should play it today at home. Okay, I'm going to. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to totally turn it. We're going to listen to that when we leave. Do you have it on your phone, or do we have to ask have Siri to, to play it? it. We'll yeah. have to. We'll ask Siri to play it. What's your favorite one in there? All the of show? them. That's not a single Seriously, one all like. of them. That's very rare. Even on like a Taylor Swift album, there's some songs I'm just like, ugh, pass. You know, um, we went and saw that show over the holidays. It's rated PG. Mm-hmm. One of the best shows of the year. Definitely. One of the best shows of the year. This little girl's walked by like three or four times just looking. She's so excited. She's we've like, had, what is it? We've had, a couple, we've had a couple people give us the, hey, I can see you doing your podcast. That's kind of cool. A lot of new people in today. Yep. But we also, there's another regular Saturday. It's like the third Saturday we've seen him. I know. it. He's, he always has his computer. He's super regular. He's awesome. We should have him. Do you want to be a guest? <laughs> hey, we're we here. No you're here. You are. Yeah, <laughs> just well, some. That was Santa we'll Claus. just call him random guy. That was Santa Claus. Remember? Was that Santa Claus? Yes. Get out. It's like, oh my gosh, Santa Claus is here. And he drives a Harley, and loves Jesus. I remember that now. He prays. He prays. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's a rainy day. We have to get ready. We have to get you ready for... I was just about to say, no, we got to do fast, fast round questions. <laughs> fast round questions. I can do them for you. Have we ever done them? Ourselves? Well, we created them. But have we answered them? I think I know the answers to them. Oh, I know. Well, of course you know the answers to I know them. it because we talk about them all the time. Yes. Every time we, Every time we have a guest. What are you doing the rest of the day? Sleeping. You are not so tired you can't possibly be tired you told me last night pick me up at nine i have to get up at eight I know. like a little baby although it was hard to get up this morning because the rain made it really difficult to get up this morning i could sleep in the rain My, our not in the rain but when it's black. Black. and you have blackout, blackout curtains so it. it's like black it's dark in there it's, it's like a cave real in there. dark i know so it. it's really hard to get up I think these little girls that are walking by are Alley K fans. They have no idea who I am. Are you kidding? Your mic flag says it AK. Say Alley K. They're it says way AK. too young for Instagram. If they have Instagram, you say that. How old do you think wrong. most people are on Instagram? What do you think? There needs to be an age limit. You think? Yep. I'm telling you. Uh, wh- what age? The next cigarettes. What do you, What age do you think people are getting on Instagram now? There's gonna be. I don't even want. I'm saying twelve. Uh, 13. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Snapchat is teens. I'll I bet don't you. know. I don't get on Snapchat. I don't either, but Snapchat's like uh, Snapchat's like an Instagram starter kit. Well, social media is going to turn into 
the next cigarette packet where it's it going to have a warning label. label. Yeah, and the warning label this says. This is not real life. Right. <laughs> this is not real life. That's so funny. Well, the the university sororities just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> they just started walking in. Uh, it's it's just our normal breakfast at Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to go get your one refill. I need to I need to talk to John about if I can get it if I can sneak an extra yeah. refill of my tea. Because he already got. You know, he only put that on the Coke machine. He didn't put it on the tea That's mis- true. on the tea jugs. I guess it, we're. we're not I need to ask him. I need to ask him. I don't want to. I don't want to be a rule breaker. Yep. So what else? Um, I do have a story to tell you, but I gotta tell you off the air. Dang, buried the lead. Sorry. Why didn't Why didn't you tell me that on the way in? Because it's controversial. Oh, uh, we don't want to do that. Oh, on the way in, because I w- I didn't think about it. I just thought about it. Right okay. Now. All right. So we did a leadership tip. We did high low. This is kind of how it works. My low this week was I was sick. Yeah. My high is I feel better. Good. I am upright today. Good. You know, Thursday, I came home. I had that massive headache. I took some. I took the strongest thing we had in our cabinet. Cabinet Excedrin tension headache. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of calls at the office. Felt like I was getting sick. I laid down. I slept thirteen hours straight. Dang. Now you know me. That's that's a lot. It is. And then yesterday, tried to stay as low profile as I could. I slept 10 hours last night. And so when I got up this morning, I was feeling much better this morning. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping that was just... too hard. I'm hoping that it was just, you know, something that just kind of slowed me down for a little bit and I kicked past it. So um, that's that's what I'm hoping. I'm 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 feeling. I'm feeling better today. I'm keeping an eye on it because I told everybody at work, I said, hey, look, if you think you're getting sick, go home because this flu has been really hard here in Texas. I mean, really, really hard. So we're trying to take it as seriously as we possibly can. So I'm feeling much better today up and around and, and uh, not as foggy head as I was earlier this week. It's getting pretty full. It is. I know. I wonder. There's a couple of tables open, but I, I know we're going to have to. I know we're probably going to have to give our table up. Be a good steward of our table, yeah. so people don't have to sit out in the rain. Yeah. Anything else before yeah, we wrap? It. That's it. Mm-hmm. Happy fifty show. Yeah. Can you believe it? We got to do something. We got. We got to do something special 50. for fifty. We should have got a t-shirt made or something. This is fifty. T-shirts. You have enough. I know you have way too many t-shirts. So. I All hired right. a stylist to come pack for me for my trip. Are you serious? Is she does she special does she specialize in in black clothing because yes, it's I going asked, to be I told her I was like how comfortable are you of coming up with 10 black outfits. Oh my She's gosh. Like, I, think I can do it. Oh my gosh. You should have hired me. I would have done it for <laughs> half that. Half that. Half the price or half what? Half the price. Oh. Here, wear this black thing on day 1, wear this black thing on day 2. It has to look Black stretchy cool. pants on bl- day three. I have to look. Cool oh, we're going to go am. over and get you a Stetson today. I was going to, but it's all rainy, and I don't know. I well, really we can. Want one. We'll go over. We'll we'll leave from I here and just go wallet. there. Um, I know people has money, so. All right, um, we'll go over and look at a Stetson for you. But no, that's how clogged my brain is. I li- physically can do not have the brain power to think about what you're going to wear. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Half the reason why I only wear black is because it's just out of less, pure laziness. Less, less things to less consider. To think about. Yeah. I know it. 
One well, less thing I have to think about. If that's the case, just put in a pair of black stretchy pants, a pair of black jeans, and three black tops. To be professional. Well, ha- so have your professional black stretchy pants. I do not wear stretchy pants every day. Every day? I don't. Do you have on stretchy pants this morning? Oh, those are oh. my Saturday. <laughs> your Saturday breakfast stretchy pants? Yes. Anyways. All right. We're going to get you a hat. You're going to get somebody to pack for you. I have to wear something Dallas-y, Dallas-y. when I'm in California. All right. Got to represent. All right. It, this is as busy as I've seen our Chick-fil-A in quite some yep. time, so we're going to give our seat up this morning. So. Sounds good. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Happy 50, sis. Happy 50, Dad. Love you, sis. Love you, too. See you. Bye. Bye.